Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. And we're on. Josh is talking about how good looking he is. So welcome, everybody, to the Advisor Arena Podcast. Here's another episode of... Jamie and Josh. Josh, good looking as always. I mean, I could not agree more. Tony, you got a clean shirt on today. Last time I saw you, you had a pizza stain. So everybody is looking good today. How are you guys? I'm great. How about you, Josh? Doing great. A little. I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. So Your excited timing for is today's perfect. topic, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in Minnesota last week, got to see Tony Shore record in the actual studio, which was yeah. great. Uh, we hosted the Women in Business live event, our second one. We brought in 50 of our top female producers. And here's one thing I noticed, guys, when we do a big event and it's mostly men, it's just how our industry goes. It is the the thing that I pick up on most when we then get in a room full of women is how engaged and how much more women participate as audience members than men. I don't claim this for myself. I'm an introvert. I'm sitting in the back, like not making eye contact with people in most events, but women as a whole, really collaborative and engaged at the meeting. So they shared a lot of really good stuff that we're going to bring to you today. Sounds good. Sounds really good. One of those, well, I'm just going to have you share it because I think it's a good idea. And I got to see it firsthand. It didn't come from the women. It actually came from one Jeff Foley. Hold them up, Tony. For those of you that are watching us on YouTube, these are the birthday presents that Jeff gives (laughs) to, I I don't, I wouldn't say clients. This is going to be more like people he does business with, but they are dress socks with his face all over the dress socks. Super funny. He had those laying out in his office. We got to go up and do a tour. So before we get into women in business, this does tie into it because the women all got to tour Jeff's office because he rents space in the gradient building. A couple of really cool things that a lot of the advisors that were there were asking him about. One is coffee that he sends out to his clients. It is coffee that's branded to Paladin. So nice little bag of coffee and the flavor is smells like retirement which i thought was great and he sends that out with a mug so (laughs) that was really fun have you have you guys been in his office before i have uh many times i have not no yeah i have Have you seen have you seen the sloth yes i have seen the sloth So the sloth, I thought was another great idea. It's one of those stuffed animals with the long arms that you can hook over something like it can hang, you know, and he sends them out with get well cards and it says the get well cards say hang in there. And he sends a sloth to then clients that are maybe a bit under the weather. So a couple of little cool ideas from Jeff Foley sharing with women in business, which I really liked, but yeah. Yeah, the socks, between the sock and the sloth, I mean, (laughs) socks with his face on it and the sloth, you can tell Jeff, I mean, well, by his picture there, he's a unique individual, but he is, uh, yeah, he actually happens to be my, my wife and I personal financial advisor. There you go. He's a good one. 
Yeah, he's okay. Great. Three of my top takeaways from the women in business. One, we had a phenomenal keynote speaker on digital branding. So I'm going to share with you some of the best tips that she brought to the meeting. Second is how do we all make clients feel special? And as you can imagine, women really get creative with this. And I thought there were some really cool ideas shared. Of course, when you're making clients feel special, you're really locking those relationships in, but you're also getting referrals. So great information shared about that. And then the third was unique client events. We're always looking for new client events that are something that our our clients can look forward to that generate personal introductions and that aren't just the same things maybe that we've been hearing about for years and years. So those are my top three. Let's start with digital branding. How confusing do you think it is, guys, to figure out how to really make social media work for your business? How you brand yourself? Do you do it individually? Do you do it just for your business? What do you talk about? How do you make people engage? Think you nailed it? Questions? What do you see out there? Yeah, I think uh, I think it is tough. Um, there's a lot of noise out there. I think with social media, the other thing is it, finding time to do it or making the time to do it. I think those are some of the challenges that uh, a lot of people face. And then if you just don't enjoy it, you know, then uh, I think that makes it tough too. I think one of the reasons people don't enjoy it is they overthink it, right? Or they start to get kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-conscious about, I don't know if people are going to like that. If they're going to, if they're going to think that's silly or if it's goofy or. They overthink it. They overthink it. And one of the things that Brooke Rennenbaum talked about, who was our keynote speaker on digital branding, she said, stop stop caring, stop even thinking about how this is landing with other people. Just share, just be authentic, just share who you are and stop worrying about whether people are going to like it or not. When you're trying to create content for the masses, it gets really overwhelming, right? Because you start thinking about, oh gosh, are all these people going to like it? She said, just think about the one person that may need to hear this and focus on talking to that one person. And I wondered if people were really picking up on that or if it was like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know, don't care what people think. Yeah, yeah, right. And I had an opportunity to talk to several women later and they were like, that actually really resonated with me because I get so self-conscious when I do videos or when I hear myself um, recording something, even if it's just audio or when I post something, I'm like, oh, no, 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 that wasn't good enough. I'm, yeah, that's not good enough to post. And we just overthink it. And then we don't ever end up putting anything out. And really all we have to do is just share what's going on with ourselves and just kind of be who we are. And sometimes the more unpolished, the better. Like when we started this podcast and Josh was talking about how good looking he was. Prime example. He's a looker. I've I said it agree. before. Yeah. I'll say it again. <laughs> Thank you. Now you've come around to my side. I appreciate that. No, oh, yes. I uh I can relate. I can relate to every one and single one of those things you just said, like just being self-conscious about it, worrying about what people are gonna think. Um, so I I understand it, and you're right. You just gotta put it out there, and there's gonna be people that, you know quite frankly, probably aren't going to like it, but there's going to be a lot of people that do too. So, 
And those are the people you want to work with anyway. One other thing she said is don't worry about likes or comments or who's engaging. It's not your business who's engaging. Like we don't care. And I thought, wow, that's a different take because usually we get yeah. really bummed out, right? If we didn't get a bunch of likes or nobody commented, you're like, oh, nobody even cared about that. She gave an example of several big clients that she had gotten in her own coaching program or her own, she does social media for businesses in Kansas City. And she said, my biggest clients that I've got have never once liked one of my posts. They've never commented on anything I've put out there, but obviously they're seeing it and it's resonating with them because eventually they're picking up the phone and they're hiring me. So she said, just focus on putting out content and showing who you are. So then that was the other thing is, oh my gosh, we're so overwhelmed with how do I create content and what should I really put out there? Josh, you know, Cole and Sue and Stephanie is their administrative assistant. She was there and she said, you know, we're, we're a team, right? We're an agency. So I can't really, you know, I can't go on and post something about myself and Cole and Sue get busy. How do I be authentic to who each of us are when I'm trying to run it for the team? So we talked about some of the things that they do, like recording TV or recording podcast episodes. And I said, don't you ever have mess ups? Like I hear some pretty funny mess ups from you guys when I'm there recording with you go get those and just show a few bloopers and you could just see the, the, the light bulb. And she was like, Oh, that's a great idea. So well, people, with Sue, there are many, many, <laughs> she, many, she's going to get you bloopers. Well, she's going to get you. <laughs> oh, we talk, I do the radio show with them every week. I've talked to them every week and I've seen the outtakes of their TV and they have some great outtakes. You are right. That's a great suggestion for them, but In it fact, doesn't have to be anything polished. It's just, it's fun. Right. I don't know if I have it here, but I have an outtake from one of their shows that I'll play someday for you where Cole size his sigh after his mom makes a mistake. I, I, I saved it. it was oh, so I love funny. that. Yeah. I love that. So here's something that Brooke shared in that keynote when she opened about content mapping. She said, think about the big categories of things that you help people with. And she had people brainstorm, you know, income planning, tax planning, asset allocation. And we kind of just did a brain dump, right? Where we're jotting things down on paper. She said, now start to organize it. So I jotted down this example let's say for example you're thinking about the category of income planning well income planning gets kind of overwhelming right you're like i don't know what to post about income planning but if you have mapped that out beforehand and said well individual topics as it relates to income planning would be like social security sequence of return risk uh, guaranteed income sources, laddering then those are all things that then i could be really specific with and we've got some great content at gradient that's already put together in a lot of those categories. Yes, I would agree. We make it really easy with all the different content that we have. So it's just like you said, it's just a matter of mapping it out and uh, planning exactly, you know, how you want to do the week or the month or whatever it is and sticking to the schedule. And um, it's, it's makes it way easier if you do that. So pro tip, one of the things that we shared there too, uh, there is a there's a lot of these. I use Hootsuite, H-O-O-T Suite, and makes it really easy to go on and you can automate and schedule your posts for the week or for two weeks or however far in advance you want to work. But she said, really, with content mapping, think about being consistent. So maybe Monday is your Monday 
you know, weekly commentary and Tuesday, you do a Tuesday tip of the week and Wednesday is when you're going to show a video. Thursday maybe is when you highlight your podcast or your radio show. But she said, if you get consistent and then content on top of that, you go into Hootsuite, you can just automate so that your posts are going across all platforms. So maybe you're on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, Twitter, you can actually just one click and it goes across all platforms. So that can help you get really organized. If you're thinking, boy, that's a hole in my practice where I don't do a great job of branding myself, really showing people who I am, putting out content that I know would be engaging to people and staying consistent with it. We took some really great notes and she has a program that she provides uh, to women specifically. So you guys are interested in digital branding, let me know and I'd be happy to share her contact information. The second item, how do you make clients feel special? Not just with socks, not just with sloths, we got a lot of good info here. <laughs> I don't know how you could make me feel more special than than this. Well, it could have been underwear. Than these Jeff Foley sock. Yeah, I suppose that would be extra special. Yeah. It really would be. Yeah. They do make those. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I, yeah, I want to comment on that or how okay. you know that. Yeah. yeah. Josh, are you gonna weigh in here or what's going no. on there, buddy? No. Well, what I what I was thinking is, uh, Tony, you know, an agent does or an advisor does 100 radio shows. They should get a pair of boxer shorts with your face on them. So that would be a popular there's a marketing idea for you. <laughs> that's great. And uh, I'm going to use that if I need that. I mean, that's yeah. an incentive if I've ever heard one. <laughs> oh there was God. ever a reason to hit 100 shows. Yeah, there it is. That's, uh, that's that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll keep thinking. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay, right. here's some actual ideas that were shared. Maybe you guys have heard of this one before. Has anybody heard about retirement clocks? Sound familiar? Tony's I nodding. Have not. That okay. does not sound familiar. Retirement to me. clock? If yeah. I have heard of it, I forgot about it somewhere along the way. And there was lots of nodding in the room. So I think some of the other women were like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And I just, you know, we forget all these good ideas. But these retirement countdown clocks are like $15 on Amazon. Yeah. And if you have anybody that's retiring within the next, I don't know what the most popular time frame was. You can buy different ones on Amazon. But let's just say in the next couple of years, you set the clock to count down to their retirement date and think about what a cool that idea that is if they have it sitting on their desk at work and their colleagues that are maybe getting ready to retire are like, what's that? Oh, my advisor gave that to me. It's my countdown to retirement. And it just opens up conversation. So not only do the clients think that's really fun, you know, that's a cool thing, but they're probably going to sit it on their desk at work, which is going to start conversations and talk about inexpensive I mean, 15 bucks, everybody should do that. So that's one of my favorites. It's a cool idea. Yeah, that that's a that's a fun idea. Although uh, I don't know if I'd want a clock that <laughs> ticked up because I keep looking at it. And you know yeah. what they say: a watched pot never boils. Uh, I don't know. It would slow down the time for me. <laughs> I, I I've got to purposely not look at the clock if well, I'm excited we, we about something. Well, we not give you yours then until yeah, you months out. <laughs> yeah, we'd exactly. wait. We'd wait. So a couple of things I, specific to women. I love. Sorry, I Josh, love. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I love the idea because it's a conversation starter. So yeah. any, any yeah. item that, you know, starts a conversation like that with somebody else, that's perfect. So yeah. I love it. 
and especially in the workplace, right? Because that's right. where we really want to dig into who else do you know that's retiring and it's going to have <laughs> right. a 401k rollover. And that just is a natural introduction then. So I really liked that one. Um, one of the things that I liked specific for women are personal alarms. They're just like little, uh, they kind of look like those flashlights that, you know, we used to put on our keychains. You could squeeze them and the light would mm-hmm. come on. So they're about that size, but they're a personal alarm. So they make a horrible screeching sound. And so instead of carrying mace, you have these personal alarms. Somebody gets in trouble, they pull their personal alarm, but you can put your company logo on it. You could put your company tagline, phone number, really cool little ideas, especially if you're going to do like a women's appreciation event or, you know, something specific to women. I was actually at a seminar not too long ago where they did something similar with that, where that was the little door prize or the giveaway. So I liked that one. And then along those same lines, Josh, I know you're going to like this. You're probably going to get these for us tonight. Business cards, but they're metal and they're bottle openers. How cool is that? Ah, there you go. I have seen I those. Like I got one of those once. I've got it here somewhere and I'll never forget it. So the way this came about actually was a woman that was on the plane coming to women in business. Somebody she was sitting next to gave her his business card. That was a metal bottle opener. So it's the shape of a business card, but of course it has the cutout so you can pop the top off a bottle. I think he worked for National Geographic, uh, but she brought it and she passed it around at the event and said, you know, he was raving about this, of course, but he said, he said nobody throws them away. They all have them lying around. People are going to use it. And think how much money we spend on business cards that just get chucked in the trash. I do not save any business cards, even ones I need, and I know I'm going to need it, I'll save them. And I love that idea. So yeah, advisor arena, bottle opener, business cards coming at you soon. Wow. Let's do it. Count Let's me in. It. That'll be our contribution to the incentive gifts that we're doing. Tony's face will be on underwear. We'll have advisor <laughs> arena, bottle cap openers. Right. <laughs> so far, so yes. good. okay here's another one my daughter emma got to go with me uh to this women in business she's graduating in may i think i've mentioned this before and she's probably going to join me in the business so she got to go with and her role will likely be uh with marketing and so she's writing fast and furious all these ideas and she's you know loving kind of the the wheels are in motion One of the things that was shared was an office that sets a two-hour window weekly for clients, especially older clients, to come in and get help with their phones. Like, I don't know how to use this, or I can't figure out this app, or, you know, think about how much there is to do on phones that you can't figure out, and they get so frustrated. So... She just does. I think it I think the woman that shared it said it was like her receptionist or her admin assistant, somebody that's kind of sitting at the front desk anyway. She sets a two hour window so that when people come in, she knows she's kind of working on paperwork, whatever. She can step aside, but she can offer easy support help. I thought, what a perfect thing, especially for some of our younger generation. Like there's I mean, my iPhone probably does. I'm probably using an eighth of what it's actually capable of because I don't know how to work everything. And I'm probably light years ahead of some of my older clients. 
I thought that was a really cool idea about how to make clients feel special. It doesn't even really cost anything, right? You're just yeah. making yourself available for something unique. That's cool. Really neat. And not only does it make them feel special, but um, it's just a great value add that they're going to really appreciate and tell other people about. So makes them feel special. Great value add. That's that's an awesome idea. I've never heard that one before, so I'm not sure who I came up either. with that, but kudos to them. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that one. Emma said, we, yeah, we left you. I could do that. And I said, yeah, you could totally do that. You're in charge. I'm not going to help anybody with anything because I'll probably be, then I'll be the one needing help. But yeah, we've got a lot of kind of techie people that, and even simple things, Zoom, for example, or something easy on their laptop. I mean, think about how many little easy things that we could help with. Scanning documents to help them get it into generational vault. You know, there's all kinds of things that we could make available and help people take advantage of kind of organizing their lives. So I love that one. Here's one that is very unique. I don't even know if I like this one, (laughs) but I've got to share it. It's so odd. I don't know what the machine is called. This is perfect timing. We're talking about dogs. Okay. It's perfect timing. The machine is some kind of laser machine. Like somebody's probably listening to this and be like, you dummy, why don't you just Google it beforehand? So you know, because I would be prepping. Okay. So this machine, you can get like a, a photo and this machine will like laser the photo onto things. So this woman, if she knows somebody is like a dog lover, she'll go find a picture of their dog on Facebook, take her laser machine, laser the dog's face on a coaster. And when they come in, their dog's face is on a coaster with a bottle of water sitting there wet, ready for them. Creepy or awesome? I don't actually know. Mm. Tony's making a face. I, I mean, <laughs> it depends on the person, I guess. Yeah, if you that's know, you've true. You've got a, like a big, a big dog lover, you yeah. know, like that's maybe they don't even have a husband or a wife, you know, maybe they're just all about their dog or whatever. I think for the right person, yes. fantastic. I so agree. Me, Good call. I don't know. Not, I don't know about for me. Not for me. Because either. I'm not a huge dog lover, but I still love the idea. It's a great yeah. idea. That was just I, an I, example, dogs, but I don't know what else they would do. But Emma is obsessed with her dog. So her eyes lit up like, oh, wow. If I went somewhere and made a go. picture of Lucy's face on something, she'd go nuts. So maybe they do a little investigative research beforehand to see what somebody is really into. Like I said, I don't even know if I like it, but I thought that's really, really unique and talk about really going above and beyond to make somebody feel special. I assume whatever that laser machine is, you could do all kinds of stuff with. Somebody else mentioned being able to use it to like put your logo into, um, Oh, uh, the cookies, uh, what are they called? Macaroons, macarons. Anyway, you can yeah. like laser in your company logo on it for treats that are sitting out. So then that sparked other dog lovers to say, or you could laser in your logo on dog treats, have your dog treats on the desk because we have a lot of dog friendly offices that we're sharing, you know, to make clients feel special. If we know their dog lovers, we'll say, bring your dog in, or is your dog out in the car? Bring him in to get a treat. Kind of like you go to the bank and get a dog treat or go through Dairy Queen and they give you an ice cream cone to your dog. So they had some pretty cool ideas that I've not heard a lot of offices share before that I thought, I can really take some things and really make the experience when somebody comes into your office, something pretty cool that they come away with thinking that's different than anywhere I've ever been. And that was really awesome. 
So I thought that was really good. cool. Great. Okay. Last one. Unique events. So I'm going to highlight two here. The first one on service level may not sound like a unique event. Um, this was something that one of Josh, you and I's producers was going to be there talking about. She actually uh, was ill and couldn't make it, but she does a different spin on retirement parties than I've ever heard. She offers to host her client's retirement party and she offers it at the time of policy delivery. So as soon as she delivers a policy, she has this, um, it's like a, a mock invitation. And she says, look, I know you're a year out or 18 months out or whatever it is from retirement, but I want you to start thinking about this. I want to be the one to host your retirement party. And she said, people just are so thankful and so overwhelmed that it's something that she can do for less than the cost of a seminar. She gets some incredible introductions from it. Uh, and the logistics of it is as soon as it gets near time to invite somebody, she starts having her assistant call and saying, hey, we're you know about three months out. I need your invite list. And here's some options for places you can choose. So they have some places that they already have vetted and things set up with so and then they get to choose uh, where they want to go but great opportunity for introductions she doesn't do any kind of presentation nothing formal it is literally just a party for them but the clients are so grateful and thankful they of course are introducing her to their friends and family all night and people are just kind of blown away that she would do this so that's a really cool idea and something that's a little bit different than like, you know, our lunches or you retired, let me take you to dinner. She makes this into a big party where they're inviting 20, 25 people I like and that really creates an event behind it, which is pretty awesome. Really awesome. I think it's also perfect for, you know, sometimes advisors, maybe they're not comfortable uh, asking for referrals or just don't feel like they're good at it or whatever. This is a great way to get referrals without actually really having to ask for them. You know what I mean? You're just inviting a client, their friends, you're going to get introductions. So really cool idea. And think about even secondhand referrals from that. The people that were there that she got introduced to, you know, they're going to be talking to their friends and family. Like you're not going to believe where I just went the other night. I went to so-and-so's retirement party and it was hosted by her financial advisor. I think it's a unique enough thing that people will talk about it. So I agree, great opportunity for referrals. Really cool. If you could even just say, hey, I wanna try and do you know two of these or three of these a year. It's just one more event you could put on your calendar. Um, so that's a really great idea. Yep. Okay. Here's the last one. And I'm shocked, frankly, that I didn't see you down there, Tony. It was the women's etiquette breakfast. Where were you? <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I heard David Johnson was going to be there. So I had to. <laughs> we did. We did have two men that crashed it. Rob <laughs> and Dave, I love you guys. I don't know why they were at the women's etiquette breakfast, but it did no. make me chuckle in my seat. They just sat down like it was totally normal for them to be at the, maybe they were hungry. I don't frankly know, they were but just hungry. I, I loved it. So yeah. I didn't really know what to expect. I'll be the first to admit, I I have never been trained in formal etiquette. I don't, ours was specifically business dinner etiquette. So I was kind of nervous, like, oh man, am I gonna go in here and be like, 
yep, everything I've been doing is totally wrong. It wasn't that bad. A um, couple of unique things here. If you have a small container of butter, did you know you do not take the butter out of the container directly to the roll? That is a no-no. You take all the butter out of the container, smear it on your, uh, what's the, uh, the little plate? Bread yeah. butter plate, whatever it is. You put the butter on the plate and then you can put it on your roll. So you don't take butter right out of the butter Mm -mm. dish and put it onto your bread or roll. But I mean like the little individual containers they give you, right? So like if you get a little individual container of butter. Even if it's just your container and you're not sharing it. That's what I mean. It's you have a little individual container of butter. You don't take it right out of there. Yeah, already I'm I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Also, some of the feedback from like how you set your knife down was like, this came about because when when the days of when we were in a castle and things were getting threatening, your knife out would be like everybody needs to leave. Knife in would be like everybody's still okay. I'm not going to kill anybody. I was like, wow, really entertaining. Um, wow, knives out. Proper way to pass the salt and pepper is super awkward. Like if you're on YouTube, you can see my hands, but you have to like put the little salt and peppers between your fingers pass across your body, hold your hand out. So, I mean, there were a few things where I'm like, ah, I just not use salt and pepper next business dinner and just, yeah, <laughs> just not worry about it. Mm-hmm. But as I was thinking about how could we use this? Think about all the older generation of women that would love to take their grandkids to something like that, where uh-huh. you host an etiquette breakfast. And we were having fun with it. Like we were laughing about, wait, can we pass across our body or which way do I mean, so we're having fun. We're joking, but it is life skills. And the older generation, I think would absolutely love being able to take younger generation, grandkids, maybe even kids to something like that, because it's certainly something that I know I haven't been exposed to. My kids have never been exposed to it. And It was actually really fun. So some great ideas got spawned off of that etiquette breakfast about what they were going to do for client events. And I'll be anxious to see how people carry that out. But that was a cool one. Another one that, yeah, I've never heard of anybody doing anything like that. But man, that would be really fun just to see, you know, obviously what you're doing incorrectly with your etiquette. And I can see how that would turn into a, you know, just everybody laughing, having a good time. And so really neat. Yep, it was. Okay, so to wrap up, what I would say is if you're listening to this, if you're a a male and you're still on here with us, I assume it's because we caught you with the Jeff Foley socks or the underwear. I don't know. Let us know (laughs) what what we can do to help. (laughs) But if you are a woman in business and you want to join some of this, we have a group that meets quarterly. We have our live events that we do annually. We have luncheons and breakfasts at every big event that we host. And then we have small roundtable groups. These are groups of women that have just gotten together on their own when we have met to decide, hey, we'd really like to continue our mentorship. We'd like to continue to get good ideas from each other. I know they're always looking for more women to join. They're so welcoming. And we've got an incredible group of people that are willing to share best ideas. So email us at the advisor arena at gradientfg.com. Did I just do the wrong email address two weeks in a row? Two weeks. 
Man. Two weeks. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get you in. As soon as I said it, I was like, why is that? Why is that happening to me? I say that email address so many times. It's gradient IB, people. I don't even know. It used to be FG. Gradientib.com, the advisor arena at gradientib.com. Just put women in business and I'll reach out to you with the links, all the info, how you join. We have recorded webinars. We have best ideas that are shared. We have videos. So a ton of resources. We would love to get this in your hands. I think it's so important to keep just really utilizing each other for what's working out there and finding unique ways to impact our clients. So great event. Thank you guys for playing along and humoring the women of business recap today. Yes. Even and I there. will, I will just add too, uh, just to brag on you a little bit, you were a featured presenter at this event. So kudos to you yeah. uh, for that as well. And I heard uh, great feedback from yeah, a couple of a the advisors already yeah. told me you were awesome. in our industry. So Thank kudos you. to you. They yeah. didn't kick me out. So you did I guess I'll job. get invited back. Yes. Well, thank you guys. Thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Advisor Arena podcast.